0: Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Drew, and welcome to the RayWenderlich.com podcast, and this podcast will keep you up to date with the latest app development tech talk. Now, welcome to episode zero for season 12. We always start with an episode zero because, well, we're programmers, and that's the way we count. This episode was recorded on Friday, the 22nd of October, 2021, for release on the 3rd of November. This episode is sponsored by my cats, Solstice, Equinox, and Luna. And now it gives me great pleasure and pride to introduce our new season 12 co-host, Susanna Skyer-Gupta. Susanna, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much. I am really excited to be here.
0: And it is great to have you here. We uh, we auditioned so many people over the uh, the break, and, and you just stood out above everybody else. And I, I'm just really thrilled that we could get you and we could make it the timing, because I know that your time over this season is a little crazy. you you're, you're moving time zones, right?
1: Uh, yes, it seems like I'm oscillating between Chicago, U.S. Central time, and um, Arizona time. Arizona doesn't play with the rest of the states. <laughs> and so uh, right now we are aligned here with Pacific, but it'll change to mountain. And it's it's just confusing. But having worked here with RayWenderlich.com on teams that stretch from me in sort of Pacific to a gal we have in Singapore... You know, going back between Central and Arizona is that, no complaint.
0: I love talking to Sydney and uh, and India and Europe all at the same time. It's 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 always a, a fun exam, a fun time. Let's get a chance to introduce you to the show and tell us a little bit about who you are and some of your interests.
1: I have been in and around tech for a long time, and I got my start working in tech, working for a company that made security software that integrated into Unix kernels to bring it to a US government particular level, a B1 level of security. And I was working as a technical writer. I was getting a degree, a graduate degree in journalism, and we were trusted zero amount with all technical things. (laughs) So I, would make edits to what are called in unix the man pages the manual pages and any single thing i changed i would have to print out and walk to a programmer's desk and say i mean anything like a comma okay is this okay or did i change the technical meaning so so i guess that's truly humble beginnings And I moved on to documentation project management and developer tools project management at Tandem Computers in Silicon Valley, um, kind of just after the heyday, as it was starting to go down the slope and then got gobbled up by Compaq. I left the industry for a while as I was a young mom, and I kind of regret that, actually. I regret leaving the industry. I've also worked in education, I've been an in-person teacher. I have been an education advocate working at a district level, and I have some homeschooling experience. I then re-entered the industry and worked for a homeschooling curriculum company, managing some of, I did, I did a ton there, and I'm an equity holder there still, and so I've worked on the content side. I've done some dev. I've never actually been hired as a dev, although I've worked in dev. And I also, so now I work sometimes for that homeschooling company, sometimes for a a little company called Apparent Software that does beautiful, well-produced Mac software and some iOS stuff. And I spend a lot of time here at RayWenderlich.com.
0: Now at Ray Wenderlich, you're an FPE,
1: right? Yes, I'm an FPE on the iOS articles pillar. So what that means is something that's really beautiful i would say with as someone with a lot of experience in content development is we have multiple editing passes here at raywonderlake.com before anything goes out to readers and so the final pass editor the fpe informs the process all the way through, and then she or he is the person who really pours over something before it goes live. And then there's a team lead who's actually double checking. So there's the author, there's a technical editor, there's an English language editor, there's a final pass editor, and we do the same on the books pillar, and I also am working there.
0: Oh, so the tech editor doesn't have to be an English editor maybe i could actually do some of this work correct my my wife is my fp i just i don't even attempt to to write things down she she translates
1: that's familiar to me too and honestly when i um when i started off here i kind of thought i might be on the english language side of it but it turns out i'm actually really technical too so so the and one thing that's and you know maybe we'll talk about this more in a future episode but one of the things that i think is super fun about what I get to do here is I get to test all the steps of what somebody's written. And um, mm-hmm. it's a great quality assurance gig. I've also, one of the things I've done over the years is a fair amount of manual QA. And uh, that's fun and manding all at once.
0: Yeah, and I know some of the books in the pipeline, and we're gonna have some of the authors on later in the season. We'll talk about this. And and I'm really looking forward to actually getting my hands on those books to to really see what's going on. So Me too. We'll talk about that later on. But so so we we've got you from a technical point of view. And I, I have to say that of all of the offers that I've received from candidates from their five minute auditions, you're the first person who's ever promised me challah when we meet. So I, I want you to talk a little <laughs> bit about what you do when you're not on the computer.
1: Okay, so there are times when I'm not on the computer. My family will say, yes, sure. Um, <laughs> I really love to cook and bake, and I find it relaxing, and especially in these times we've been going through internationally with the pandemic and all the fear surrounding it, uh, I love uh I do this pretty much every week. Although Sometimes I'm ahead of the game and have it in the freezer. But I love baking challah, which is traditionally baked um, for the Jewish Sabbath, which begins on Friday night. And I just, it's a really beautiful sensory thing to just work the dough and braid the dough. And sometimes it works out how you intend and sometimes not quite. But it's, I love yeasted breads. I didn't get into the sourdough craze yet. Um, That that waits
0: for me in the future, but. I'm not a fan of sourdough.
1: Ah, Okay. So we'll, we'll revisit that.
0: Also, <laughs> <laughs> No, but I, I actually, I, I made a challah thanks to a friend's help earlier, uh, in the summer. And that, that's a brutal, I mean, making bread is, is, is brutal. You, you, you always hear people talk about working the dough and, and you do not realize that this is like, this is a way to get your frustrations out. This, this is... Totally. This is violent baking.
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, I often think if there are things that are upsetting you about way the way politics is going in your country, like... Tell it to the dough. That's a great time. Just really <laughs> beat it up.
0: That works. That works. Tell it to the dough. That that's. I'm gonna get a T-shirt that says "Tell it to the dough," and that just that that's gonna settle things for the for the next couple of weeks. Very therapeutic. So let's talk about what's gonna be doing this this season. We're sort of revisiting old folks home this season. We're gonna be getting some of our older co-hosts back on to say. What they've been up to, how things have been going, maybe give little pointers and say, you know this is this is what I found out, and this is what it was like so so Susanna's going is going to get the the experience of everybody coming back and talking. It's been a little time between seasons eleven and season twelve, and I, I think I ought to come clean that that this has been a a longer break than normal because I unfortunately had to go through some personal surgery. I I am well now. Thank God. There's there's no need Yes. Um I, I am I, I still have um stitches. And that's where I'll leave that statement there. But those are are uncomfortable for the next three months. But you make do, and you you do what you can. And uh, Susanna had the the privilege of seeing me right after surgery when she uh, when she auditioned, and she can see that there's definitely been a, a an uptick in energy and and everything else. Definitely yes,
1: and it just shows we're human. You know, in addition to. Whatever we do at the computer and pour our hearts and brains into in the tech world, we're also in physical bodies. And sometimes so, that kind of sucks, but we make
0: do. <laughs> sometimes sometimes they turn left at Albuquerque and, and you have to keep driving after them. So let's see what's what's been interesting since we last met. There was a couple of Apple events. And um we we got to see some new Apple technologies, the, uh, the iPhone 13 and, of course, the new M1 Pro and M1 Max laptops.
1: Yes, and
0: yes. I'd be lying if I didn't say that looked tasty.
1: Yeah, I was wondering, okay, so do you have a shopping list? Are you going to change your developer machine at this point with one of those?
0: I've already ordered it. Okay, so what'd you order? I ordered the uh, the M1 Pro. I don't need the Max because I don't do a lot of graphic work. Uh, I did the Pro. I was considering the Max because I like to run up the memory.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you can only run up the memory to the 64 if you get the Max. But I figured 32 is fine. It's supposed to be fast enough as it is. Uh, but then again, I've been sitting on... I had one of the the first laptops that had the touch bar. So mine's going about four, 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 so years old. Okay. So you're due. And, and it was about time. And, and I, like many other uh, Apple-based developers had been waiting on this M1 real MacBook Pro. The 13 MacBook Pro was not really the macbook pro that we'd been waiting on right but when they announced the m1 max the m1 pro it makes me interested as to what they think m2 is going to be um you know i think it's what is it's the five nanometer process on the chips so probably you know the next step down in nanometer process for chips um Who knows what else they'll put in there next, but they did not introduce a new iMac Pro or a Mac Pro. So obviously there's there's room to grow yet. Right. There's more to come.
1: Yeah, so I haven't ordered yet. And one of the things I was wondering, and I'm surveying, you know, the people I trust in tech, <laughs> you're, you're another person who told me, yes, I've ordered already, which makes me question my decision. So am I being foolish if we haven't ordered? Or are we going to get stuck in some supply chain nightmare, do you think?
0: Well, i'm already stuck in a supply chain nightmare mine is uh offset five weeks okay so i won't see mine until late november early december okay maybe i should order and that was that, and that was because i waited a week oh wow okay it'll come it'll be here eventually i will not do an unboxing because i don't believe in unboxing so look a box
1: oh okay so uh, yeah i can see why you say that but it's apple the look a box experience is like the definitive <laughs> look a box experience of all you know, products.
0: Somebody recently tweeted, "You know those Apple boxes? You you can throw them away." <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> and I know, I know. Uh, but we will, you know, we will talk about, um, you know, Android this season as well. We have some wonderful Android speakers coming on as well. Uh, it, it's going to be an interesting uh, wrestling match because my Android is still. Not as good as my Mac. Not as good as my iOS. But, you know, with everybody here, we'll do our best and uh, give you as much information as we can.
1: Now, do we consider it? I'm curious. So we're talking about iOS, which is both of our background. We're going to talk about Android and have really cool guests to join us um, as we learn New stuff about Android. Do we consider Flutter a separate thing that we talk about? I think so, because it's not really Android
0: or iOS. We do. It's it's, uh, from the Ray Wenderly point of view, we work in pillars. And we have the iOS pillar, the Android pillar. We have a Flutter pillar.
1: And do we have Flutter... I think we do have somebody coming on from our Flutter pillar.
0: Uh, I believe so, too. I have to check the schedule because the schedule is still, it's early enough in the season that we're still scheduling people in. Yeah,
1: I'm not sure, but um, that would be cool. And, of course, the the big, super exciting thing that's happening right now in Flutter is this Flutter Apprentice book is available through the end of the year to anybody who wants it, and Google is working We're working with Google at Ray Wenderlich to have like there's a weekly book club and the people who made Flutter show up in the book club video on YouTube and talk you through what you should have learned in the previous two chapters. I mean, it's just like phenomenal community support and completely free. And that is that's wonderful. So for people who are like, oh, I want a cool cross-platform thing to play with right now. This is the thing.
0: Flutter's one of those things that every season somebody comes on and talks about Flutter and my mind goes, I want to go do Flutter. And then I have to remember that I, I don't have time to add in more technologies. It's hard enough that right now this uh, this season I have been teaching my son Python. Oh, which is really an experience because in the process I'm teaching me Python. Right on. Cuz I don't know I didn't know Python at all and now I've learned all about colon indenting that you need to do with Python and and I'm learning all about Pygame and and I've just installed PyCharm. And it's it's interesting because I'm trying to wrestle the boy off of the programming environment Scratch. Okay. Uh, scratch is the block-by-block programming system. And what we're trying to do is get him to get into uh, text-based coding so that he can then make the progress to either Unity or to Android or to iOS, but so that he has... That ability, because he's uh, a phenomenally logical kid and has a, a great ability to think up games. So I think if I can get him uh, working toward unity, I think he's going to find that so much more powerful than Scratch.
1: Oh, definitely. OK, that's very exciting. That'll be an interesting thing to track as the season develops and your experience teaching that and what he thinks and, you know, mm-hmm. when when to dive into Unity.
0: Absolutely. And we've tried diving into Unity once or twice in the past, but the problem is that I know Unity even less than I know Python. And right now, Unity is one of those things that if you don't have a mentor sitting there helping you get ramped up, because Unity changes so quickly from books to tutorials that by the time you grab a tutorial things have changed sufficiently that you don't necessarily know your way around. Right. And if I'm wrong on that, I'd love to have Unity developers contact us. And one of the things that we'd really like to do this season, now that I I recall this, is that we do have our email, podcast at raywenderlick.com. We also have the forums that you can find at the bottom of every one of our posts And we would love to hear from you questions you'd like to ask, uh, things that you're interested in, because we'd like to be able to pad out the season with your interests.
1: Yeah, that sounds fun. From the first Apple event, did you have a shopping list from that too? Are you upgrading your phone?
0: Yeah, going back to that first Apple event with the iPhone, you know, I, I slowed down. It used to be that... I'd get the eight, I'd get the nine for the for my wife, I'd get the 10 for myself, and, and then they started adding in the 10 and the 10S and, and all of that, but I'm currently, what am I on, the 11 at this point?
1: I was just going to ask you, and then how does it work in your family? Does it, like, you get one, your wife gets your old one, and your son gets her old one? Oh,
0: there's a lot of trickle-down in this family. Um... I just uh oh, I just got uh my niece's um MacBook Airs for their birthdays. Though don't tell, though don't tell them that they don't. Well, one of them knows, one of them doesn't because her birthday's not for two weeks. Wow, it's good being related to you. Yeah, but then again, I I, I eat clear broth for dinner. We just need to make sure that's with and challah. With with challah, yes. Interesting story there. My wife is uh, of Scottish descent, and she cannot say challah. She can say ach and loch, but she can't say challah.
1: Oh, fascinating.
0: I suppose the way the aspirate H falls.
1: Yeah, and I haven't upgraded my phone yet either, but I think, and I'm on the seven plus. Oh,
0: geez.
1: I know. Isn't that weird? We're doing it differently in our family where there was a moment where my daughter was about to travel internationally and we decided, okay, we've got an upgrade on the plan. It should go to you so you can get better photos. So she actually, so we, she, like we completely inverted the hierarchy of um, trickle down phone mm-hmm. and she had the newest one and that's like an eight plus, and then we all just stopped. And I think it's because these phones are really good as they are, but now I actually want one with LiDAR because I want to be able to measure things accurately in my new home, and so I think I'm gonna
0: upgrade. Yeah, that's not the only thing that's missing from the 11 right now. Mine's, mine's the 11 Pro Max. I like a big phone. I liked having the good camera. <laughs> while it was the good camera.
1: Right. The 13 camera seems tempting, I've got to say.
0: Well, they they always make the camera just a little bit better and the video quality just a little bit better and, and everything else. But I think I'm waiting for an actual design change. Mm.
1: What do you think we'll get in terms of actual design change? Like, what would like do you want something that folds?
0: Do you want? You know, I, I think folding is is uh I don't know i I think folding is a little overrated. maybe that's just the old me talking, but it's like if I need something tablet size I'll get a tablet. If I need something phone sized I'll get a phone uh the The idea of it being more than just one face is seeming to be a little over the top. Now, mm. admittedly, I run the gamut. I've got the iPad, I've got the iPhone, and I've got the watch. And the watch is the thing I usually keep updated to the max.
1: Oh, interesting. Okay, so are you ordering a new watch?
0: No, I decided to not get the new watch this year. I decided to wait until next year to get the new watch um, because I'm I'm happy with what it does and there was no real new features that jumped in this year's watch that really made me made me think that it was worth uh worth going for the new one. Interesting. Okay.
1: Yeah, we'll talk more about watch at some point. I don't have a watch. I have sensory issues where I don't like a bunch of stuff on me, but at the same time I love all the potential stuff the watch can do.
0: Yeah, that's that's so. where I was. I I I was never a fan of wearing a watch. Um and I even found a band that I like that it's it's just uh it's a simple velcro band. Oh, okay. That that works.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the whole trick is getting something that works for you. I almost yeah. wish like I get why as a user and as a developer we want as much screen real estate as we can have possibly on the watch, but I have tiny little wrists. And I would love to have a smaller watch.
0: Well, the small watch is well, the small watch the small is still watch fairly is still large. Big.
1: Yeah. So, we'll see. It'll, Perhaps it'll in be time. interesting
0: to see what happens.
1: Perhaps this season, I'm supposed to adopt every new Apple product, as, you know, <laughs> as, as part of serving our listeners.
0: And all of our Android listeners are like, "Oh, it's going to be one of those seasons."
1: Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Email us.
0: We will, we will definitely be talking Android a lot this season. Our Meet the Host episode is usually a relatively short episode. It lets you meet the new host. Susanna's uh, going to be a wonderful contribution this season. It lets us talk a little bit about what's coming up uh, in our next episode in about two weeks. You can reach me, as always, on Twitter at PodcastDrew. That's D-R-U. Uh, Susanna, you can get at Suzgupta, that's S-U-Z-G-U-P-T-A That wraps things up for this episode We'll be back again in two weeks For Susanna and myself We send it back to the Emerald Castle Ray, back to you And that's a wrap Thanks again everybody for listening to the RayWendelich.com podcast We hope you enjoyed it And don't forget to leave a rating on iTunes See you next time